hello boobies. <laughs> Whoops. That'd be great. Did you just did you just say hello boobies? No, no, newbies. Welcome, Commander Smiths. We are the Commander Smiths. I'm Adam Smith. And I'm Lowry Smith. Don't worry. We're cousins. So this is episode 157. Or, Congratulations! I oh, was going to say, or week. also right. known as something you're probably going to see on Commanders two dimes and a quarter, or a nickel in a week <laughs> or two. <laughs> Look, I, I was thinking if if you if you don't like the dick jokes on our show, you can go get a cleaner yet less entertaining version of our show (laughs) over on commander's quarters i'm just that's my thought at this point Uh, aka what you will see next week or Uh, the following week yeah the only reason we say that is if if you guys don't watch uh cq yeah um remember how he made a a reference to our commander what is it uh what do we say power nine power nine well guess who redid the video last week after we talked about it again yeah um, so it just kind of feels we'll see we'll see Com- I don't, commander I don't cq make a video about this episode and then we'll know that that's your like little subtle hint to us be like yeah yeah fuckers i am taking it <laughs> that's, that's not subtle that's pretty uh, like pretty on the nose well now what he's gonna do is wait a month and then release and be like oh it's just uh, no i mean okay so transitioning in we're going to be talking about (laughs) underplayed cards today that we uh you know whatever we think is under i chose for under a thousand adam chose under five thousand and we'll see who has a a better list oh is that we're we're competing now i (laughs) I didn't know that's well guess what here's the thing mine has more because mine are all over a thousand so mine are used more so mine's better. No, I'm just uh, uh, that's that's probably decent logic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and then what else are we doing? We are doing Stump the Smith, which is a, a listener uh, by Nick Bundy. Actually gave uh, some stumps for me to oh. use on you. So since we're a little bit longer with our one spec, because what are we doing for one spec here? Uh, we're going to talk about the secret layer that is available for purchase currently and ends like 22nd, I want to say. So it goes for like a week? Uh, I believe so. I think it was the 22nd or... Shit, I had it. Oh, wait, I have it up right here. Um, So it goes... Yep, 22nd. Okay. So we're going to go through that. And then kind of what we did with the... What was it? The other super drop that was a couple months ago. We're going to kind of pick out our one spec to kind of put your marbles in on, on that one. So it might be a longer episode because there's a lot of cards to talk about. We'll we'll go through the secret layer ones pretty quick, but uh, gonna go through the pricing of it. So that's why I think it might be a little longer because uh, I have a price breakdown of all the cards on those and kind of deciding if it's worth going in on any of those. <clears throat> so, anyways, uh, anything interesting happened with you this week, Lowry? Well, I'm drinking this sticky icky oh, that's beer. A good point. <laughs> it's from. Ven Brewing. It is called East Coast Chronic. It's a New England D IPA. Uh, why? I don't understand why there's a D the in D in there. You just always. Yeah, why is the there D. a D in my IPA? <laughs> yeah, that's how you get start. it out of there. <laughs> With Eureka, Columbus, and Mosaic, it's at nine percent, and I got a a hand or like a, a can. That's the 
It's a full gripped can right here. It's like a barrel. Nice. It's 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 just like yours, right, Lowry? Just a full. Oh no, mine's much smaller. Than that. <laughs> uh, mine's I like am... a root beer barrel candy piece, and this is much more like. A... <laughs> uh, I I am drinking uh, whiskey on the rocks, actually. Uh, I have a little bit of, you know, when you get that, you know, Mr. Gout, um, I have the toe is a little irritated. Like I can feel it and I have volleyball in two days, so I don't want it to flare up. So I'm not having anything like pop or beer or anything like that. Um, but I'm having, does hard alcohol not affect your gout? No, it's more of, um, the, the stuff you mix with it is the biggest thing with those. Mm. Wine is actually the best. That's why I had wine previously but um yeah so i'm having it's the whistler it's beekeepers select irish honey whiskey so this is it's pretty good i dig it i've never had this kind before but i told cindy to grab me a honey whiskey a week or so ago and so i just cracked it open tonight Dude, do you remember that bushmills whiskey oh, that's my favorite that's my Ireland. favorite oh like in the, like it was amazing yep that's my so favorite honey whiskey is Bushmills sure. and they just don't have it all the time. So, and I haven't had, cause uh, if, if it's a movie night and I'm having a couple of these, I don't remember the movies very well. <laughs> 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 Speaking of that. So, um, Friday, was it Friday? I think it was Friday. Is it? No, it was Thursday. It was Thursday night because Cindy had off Friday. So, <laughs> We were we were in some adult beverages and we watched something and then Cindy's like, oh, I'm going to bed because I'm just really tired. So then I was like, okay, well, I got one more Mando to watch. I have the last one. So I didn't realize it. I just was like, I got to watch Mando. I got to finish it because I want to start WandaVision. Mm-hmm. So I finished it because I was already like halfway through the episode. And I was like, okay, well, I can start WandaVision. So I burned through one because I didn't realize there were only like 20, 30 minute episodes. I yeah. finished it that night, stayed up till like three o'clock in the morning. Irresponsible. Yes. Uh, but then I started, I watched the recent episode this week. <laughs> and I was like, I don't remember what happened. And so I, I went back an episode and I watched and I was like, I don't remember any of this. And so then I went back another episode and I watched that whole thing. I was like, I don't remember this either. <laughs> so I, I blackout basically watched WandaVision. Uh, you like, you got done. Episodes. You're like, Oh, that's really good. <laughs> and then afterwards you're like, I don't remember any of this actually. Oh boy. Yeah. Uh, I might be getting my weeks mixed up because I think I had already been caught up because we talked about WandaVision last week after that episodes this might be a week ago so now my blackoutness is really it's kicking all coming in back but yeah whatever i re-watched them this week realizing that i didn't get them the week before <laughs> <laughs> that's all right really good show though really good show and you you guys are you guys that are more into the marvel are teaching me more. not that i'm not into marvel but we've talked about it i'm more into x-men and, no no and i wasn't into comics if as much you as don't yours. like this about the mcu or anything you're not a real fan <laughs> i don't know how to gatekeep i'd like to be better at it just because they're fucking jackasses <laughs> but yeah this is uh this is a pretty amazing show so i think if you guys aren't watching it definitely jump on that i I actually might have cindy watch who was somebody was saying that in discord that their wife doesn't even like marvel was that number two 
It was number two. Yeah, I think so. And I don't even have my own, own number two, uh, hey, number two button up. But now they're going back and actually. That sh- oh. Hey, number two. Yeah. What? Watching those. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that was number two, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. Um, should we just jump in the episode since we have a lot here? Let's do this. Okay. I got a, a pretty sweet new opener. You ready? Well, no, we still got, still got to do our tags and thanks. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> All right. So first off, you guys can become a patron like our new patrons this week. We oh. have Sorry. George Mead, Steve Richardson, and Jacob Newman. No, Welcome you're... to the Meat Force. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> That's a, yeah, I, I kind of. <laughs> Is that how we're going to do it? You're going to read their name? And I'm going to say the names and then you're going to do the, the NBA on air production. Voice and, okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Meat Force. Yeah, I could do that. All right. Uh, so you guys can become a patron too. If you're a dollar or more, it gets you into the Discord, which uh, gets you into the Battle Box League, which started this week. Uh, prizes again. I don't even think I mentioned this last week. Or maybe I did, but we're doing the gods, the mythic gods. Uh, $5 or more gets you a proc- the proxy of the week. Uh, we are currently in proxy, uh, pick your proxy month. So if you become a member, a Discord member, you can pick any proxy. If you get into this month, you can pick for any proxy month. that we've ever done from proxy of the week. Ever? Ever. Forever. That sounds, that sounds like a great idea. <laughs> you should... If what we've had people do in the past is up their membership just to get more proxies that they want and then lower it back down to their normal price. You that can do also that. Also well. sounds like a fantastic idea. You just have to get in before the end of the month. You can't get in on the first because it won't count. It has to be right at the end of the month. Yeah. Uh, the free way to support the show is to go to YouTube, subscribe there, check out the videos. Proxy time last week was the first dual land that I did on Proxy Time. So that is there. You can see how I go through editing those. I actually uh, watched that one. What? Yeah, well, kind of. But you do good work. Oh, it's very enjoyable. Thank you. <laughs> and actually, Lowry is working on starting probably doing maybe possibly spotlights decks here pretty soon. So we're gonna, we're working on that. Yeah, More either videos. spotlights and or like making decks cutting decks, yeah. thought process, and stuff like that. Because that's definitely so. something I would watch just because I want to see the process of what you do because it's a, a lot faster than what I do. So, uh, But, yeah, we'll have that coming up here soon, and then you can also check out the podcast there as well. Uh, and then there's some all a little fun videos of, like, well, if you want to not <laughs> yourself with uh, basically shipping and all that, have a couple videos up there as well because people are stupid with shipping sometimes. Really, really dumb. I've gotten packages in the last couple yeah. weeks that the shipping costs more than what I paid for the card. And it's like, how did this person even fucking make well, money? Didn't. I don't understand. They didn't anyway. make money. Yeah. That's yeah the exactly. Uh, okay. So then that is YouTube. Then you can go to Twitter, which that's where I wanted to say this. Because last month, we mentioned this right after that we had a record breaking month. We are doing a Twitter giveaway and a patron giveaway. So patrons are just automatically thrown into this. Uh, but Twitter, I will be posting, um, making a thumbnail and posting it with this uh, podcast on Twitter. So first off, you have to have a Twitter account. But then you need to retweet it and like the post. And somebody's going to win a Hall Breacher and somebody's going to win an Opposition Agent. They're just going to be the regular printings, but that's what you guys are going to win. Um, but then Twitter is also where you see Proxy of the Week, 
curated MTG, which this today was an interesting one, Larry. I never even there were some interesting conversations um, on that. Yeah, so yeah, Gideon's Avenger a lot better than last good. week. <laughs> last week was apparently a bad one. <laughs> this one, I no, but I like that because that dealt with tapping your opponent's creatures and it gets one plus counters one and each time. Yeah, one plus one counters on so, it. So, so you. I just thought of it as you play the creatures and it makes people maybe not want to attack as much, but playing some other cards with it was kind of an interesting idea to make people tap. Yeah. And there definitely was enough people like going like, Oh, that would work with this and this. And I was like, yeah, yeah. The, this deck sounds awesome. I don't know if there's enough like things that trigger off of opponents, creatures tapping, but there's plenty to make a full. Yeah. Yeah. But there's plenty that do, tap all creatures or a lot of creatures and stuff like that so yeah i just don't know like there's gideon's avenger verity circle that's about it so we need a tapping commander is what you're telling me something to go with this i would be all about it and then okay the other thing is not sharing with adam which larry does occasionally on there and other people do as well don't like that but that's okay (laughs) And you can direct message us there, or you can go to Gmail and shoot us an email with like how our listener did for this week's uh, Stump the Smith Savant, which I'm going to be talking about here. And it's soon. really if it's really hard, I'm going to be very mad at you, Nick. <laughs> but if you do that, make sure if you're messaging, just say like Nick did, eyes for Adam only mm-hmm. or whatever, and then you know you can throw your dick pics there and then that's the eyes for me only i will enjoy those no, i'm just kidding i would not so this is uh yeah uh, dick pics and stump the smith savants go to adam go together <laughs> yes i mean no <laughs> all right so i got a new opener you ready Ooh, for this okay. opener all right here we go I love boobies, I love gazongas, I love knockers and chimichangas, I love melons and bonbons and Winnebago's, I'll take a big chest of shirt potatoes, cause I love boobs. That's a good song. <laughs> Is that like a Phil Hartman riff on SNL or something? <laughs> no, it's Richard Cheese and it's in that Barb and Barb and Star go to Oh, <laughs> all right. It's to Del Mar. Okay. So wait, hang on. I got I got a couple more. So here, here's a, here's another one of this. I love boobs. I'm talking tatas. I love boobs. I'm bunkers for honkers. I love boobs. Thanks for the memories. <laughs> I love boobs. <laughs> Cindy said I should end. We should end the episode with that one because it just kind of right fades out too. perfectly. Then, then I really shortened it up for this. Hello, boobies. And that's all I have. Just hello, boobies. That could be a, a mainstay right there. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. And then this one. Are all the sets of boobies, and I want them in my face. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You should have that as your yeah. ringtone when Cindy calls you. <laughs> I actually said that. I sent it to Cindy. I said, I really want this as my text yes. message sound. Hello, boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Except I, I don't think that would go well if I'm out with a client because I yes. have had my phone. I haven't turned it to silent and people are like, because right now it's an owl making a noise. And like, oh, did you hear that owl? I was like, no, it's, it's my, my, phone. my phone. Imagine if I'm with those clients and it's, hello, boobies. <laughs> like, Whoops. That'd be great. Did you just, did you... Did you just say hello, boobies? No, no, newbies. Hello, boobies. 
Scooby Snacks. Yeah, that one's definitely going to stay on the, the button Fantastic. board because, yeah, I, I had fun cutting that up today. So, all right. The actual opener. Uh, I would have been disappointed if you got rid of everyone's this. Everyone's favorite game show, Stump the Smith Savant. All right. Stump the Smith Savant. What we do here is I read the flavor text of a card. Lowry will try to guess what the card is uh, just by the flavor text and asking yes or no questions. I can only answer yes or no. Every no I give him is minus five, 10 points. Uh, and then every clue I give him is minus five points. He starts with 100, and points really don't matter, but that's just <laughs> how we do it. So, All right, Drew uh, Carey. It's like what you said before. It's Yeah, whose who's line is that anyway? All right, so this week comes from one of our listeners, like I mentioned before, Nick Bundy sent, uh, he sent me two, but we're going to, two, he sent me two, so I'm going to get through one. If you go quick enough, we'll get to the second one. Otherwise, I'll save that for next week. All right, Mm -hmm. you ready? Let's do this. Knowledge is cruel. It will break your heart and test your allegiances. Are you certain you want this curse? Knowledge is cruel. It will break your heart and test your allegiances. Are you certain you want this curse? So this this to me sounds like it's like a card drawing card. Wow. And, but it also... Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow. wow. He gets paid $1,600 every time he says wow. Um, <laughs> Does he really? Yeah, I just <laughs> looked this up too. It's it's right around that point. It's like three. It's one thousand three hundred and sixty wow. bucks. I want to say. He said X <laughs> amount of words. He's made much. X amount from movies. They break it down per word, and wow is the most said word that he says. So it's like thirteen hundred. Crazy. He gets paid per wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Um. Okay. So it's card drawing, and since it sounds painful, I want to say that it's black. No. That wasn't a real question yet, but I will take it. <laughs> I, you better not take points off that. Minus, minus 10. Oh, fine. Why can't you just let me muse a little bit? Is it a, well, okay. <laughs> um, does it draw cards? Yes. That's why I did the yeah, wow. Well, officially asking now. I was just working my way through it. Gotcha, uh, gotcha. Do you want this knowledge? Obviously, this card is not red or white because they don't draw cards. <laughs> wow. That's what I should do for the new thing. When you're, I'm going to get the... Oh, I'm writing it down. Owen Wilson. Wow. When, when you get one right, I'm just going to hit that. <laughs> wow. Right. Um, so is it a blue card? Right. Yes. <clears throat> so it's a blue card that draws card. So that narrows it down to about 1,243 <laughs> cards. <laughs> Knowledge is cruel. It will break your heart and test your allegiances. Are you certain you want this curse? So somebody's asking him this. Is there is there a name at the end that you're not no. telling me? Okay. No. Um. Has has this card been printed in a commander product? Yes. Okay. Okay. Knowledge. Can you reread it again? Knowledge is cruel. 
It will break your heart and test your allegiances. Are you certain you want this curse? Who would say that to somebody else? Unless that's like blue talking to white. Like, do you really want to draw cards? It's <laughs> no, really painful. I don't. <laughs> you wouldn't want to this be able to This sucks for me stuff. that I'm drawing cards. Yeah. You really would not <laughs> like this. That's something arrogant that Blue would I, say. I'm saving so you. So that's that's, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's probably Jace talking to Gideon. That's like. Do you want any yeah, kind of clue? clue? I can give you give a clue. clue at this point. All right. the The picture features a star, a solar system, but a god. So that kind of helps no. you a little bit. It's a god with stars. It's like the shape of it is in, you know, the galaxy stars. So it's like all the recent gods. It's not going to be, it's not going to be Ilhrog or anything like that. Oh, but that's red. But you know what I'm saying? Like there's only a couple gods that have blue in them that have the solar system, the, the, the stargazing stuff. But does that help you figure out, even if you figure out which god it is, is it going to help you figure out what the no, card does? No, I don't does, think so. Or what card it is. Is it Thassa? No. And then there's... But it's a blue card. Um, is it Nicobolus? No. That would have been interesting. <clears throat> I might have I thrown you off a little bit with that. Um, is it Ponder? No. So, uh, let's see yeah, if I can give me another you another clue. one. So, although this is an enchantment, it features Flash. What? This draws cards? Mm-hmm. Crufix? Yes. Okay. All right. All right. It's blue, blue, colorless. Dictate yes. of Crufix? There we go. Yeah. We got there. Nice. <laughs> All right. Let me get you the next one really quick because I was, it was right. We, we pushed through it. So this one's really short. And I will give you one hint before we even okay. start this. This has been one of your picks uh, over the years as a replacement for another card, and that is the reason why you picked it. It's very Those short. Are Ready? So big. Okay. All are welcome. That's it. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really short. It might not help you, but I tried to give you more of a hint before we even started. So it's a, a it's a spec that you had. It's a spec, or is it a replacement audience. card? Uh, I think it's both. I bought in on it because it's a replacement for another card that is really expensive. It does a very similar thing. And we went in on it because it was kind of a spec. Not since we've been doing the... Well, maybe it was when we were doing the cast. We might have had this pick probably a couple years ago. Um. Okay. So it sounds like something nice. So is this a white card? No. Oh, that's disappointing. Uh, is it a green card? No. Hmm. All are welcome. 
Mm-hmm. All are welcome. Is it a rare card? It is. <clears throat> that doesn't help. That's just, just making sure it's not some stupid common. <laughs> All right, so it's not white. It's not... I forgot what I asked you. <laughs> not green. Okay, it's not green. Um, those are the nice colors. They're the friendly colors. Um, all or well, uh, I'll, I'll take a clue. Okay. <clears throat> so the picture features what looks like an old time, like a, a building. But I've actually never noticed this until Nick pointed this out as one of the clues. In the background... It is what looks like probably an Eldrazi and most likely it's Emmercool that I have never noticed until he pointed that out. He said, it looks like there's tentacles. And I was like, holy shit, it's Emmercool. <laughs> and I never noticed this on this card. So that should help you narrow down what sets it's coming so from. So this is probably Shadows over Innistrad? Uh, no. Or Block? It's Eldritch okay. Moon. So. Um, there weren't a lot of good cards in that one. Think more um, toolbox card. Something that can go in every deck. Thraven Inspector. Every so deck. Colorless. Doesn't matter the color. There you go. I got it. <laughs> And in the perfect spot to put it in every deck. Meaning it's not an artifact, it's a... Well, Eldrazi. No, it's not an artifact, oh, it's, it's a... Oh, it's a land? Yes. What? All are <clears throat> welcome. I know this. the the flavor does not help at all. That's why I have to give you a little bit more clues of this. Um, it's a land. All are welcome. Eldritch. It's a, a card that replaces another card that's a little bit better that was printed in Masters 25 that is a land that Gaia does Reef a similar Sanitarium? thing to this. Yes. What? <laughs> yeah. And so it has... Look at yeah, the picture. Look, give me a second. It has Emmercool tentacles in the background, and I never caught that with this card. Uh. Yeah, I would have never gotten that. I wasn't sure if you had ever noticed it because no. I, I sure held, I did not see that before. But it's totally tentacles. It's on both sides of it. And I was like, oh, fuck. Well, that makes sense. It's Eldritch Moon, so that, that's when Emmercool is in there, too. Oh, interesting. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I would not Turn have. Uh, I don't think I ever noticed that. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. So, yeah. Yeah. So, thanks, Nick. That was. You uh, stumped me. The, the, the All Are Welcome is pretty tough, but the first one you did pretty good. Some hints and lots of wrong <laughs> guesses, but it's okay. <laughs> there was a lot. What What? What was it anyway? <laughs> Dictative crucifix. Oh, yeah. All right, should we get to our next segment? Yes. I love 
boobs, I'm talking tatas. I love boobs, I'm bunkers for honkers. I love boobs, thanks for the memories. I love boobs. So that might be our new, uh, if we don't have uh, between, you know, a, a segue between. It's not going to be that hard segments. rock anymore? Yeah, it's not going to be. Box stopper. It's it's nice and you know. Hello boobies. Hello boobies. <laughs> yeah, no, that right. is a good so, feel. I, I hope that style <laughs> of music comes back too. Have you listened to Richard Cheese music? No. What? No. Okay. Do yourself a favor. Write it I down. I never do. Okay. He does like rap songs or rock songs, but sings them like that. But then changes the lyrics a little bit but he sings dirty songs and like songs that we know that we grew up with but sings it just like that with the piano and everything well that's definitely a will smerrill uh will will, will will ferrell skit from back in the like mid 90s yeah but so he does like um I want to fuck you like an animal, like does like the weird owl kind of thing, but it's all piano and him actually singing it all nice and classical. It's like, Hey, I could hear this in like a nice little, a bar, Just, but then you hear the <laughs> lyrics and it's like, Oh, it's, it's uh talking it's about, you know, it's our, it's our, what we grew up. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, I'll send you some that you don't even have to look it up. I'm writing it down a note to myself to note get, to uh, send you some. And it's pretty funny. Okay. Um, so what are we doing here? We are touching back on something we did a year and a half ago is what we figured out. You said the last time we did it was episode 44. (laughs) It's over a hundred episodes ago. We are on episode 157. If we haven't said that. (laughs) So yeah, remember I said 157, the uh, episode that you'll see, uh, Uh commanders two dimes (laughs) and a nickel play (laughs) in about a week or 25 (laughs) pennies. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, all right, so what we are going to do here, we're doing it a little different than when we did it uh, 100 episodes or so ago, if you remember that. Uh, <laughs> this I time, don't. we're actually just going to touch. I think then we just picked out. We didn't even have, like, colors or anything. We were just like, <clears throat> these are the 10 that we think, because we each did 10, right? I think we had 20. Yeah, we had 20. That sounds each, right. Or 20 total. That sounds right. We're close to that number, but we're doing one of each color, one multicolor card, and one land. And, and an kind of the rules of the, and an artifact. That's true. True. Uh, the rules of this basically was everything that's five thousand decks or less. So Larry's is a thousand decks or less because he's challenging himself. I just didn't because I would have picked all reserve list cards. <laughs> <laughs> and you can hear us talk about this too. If you uh, are a patron, we do the unsnipped podcast, which is basically all our pre stuff. You like that? Uh, a little thumbnail tag I made uh, yeah, last week? No, it was very descriptive. It's, I didn't even have to say see unsnipped, and I knew what you were doing. <laughs> All right. So, Lowry, why don't you start us off with this? And this isn't just like we're picking random shit and like they're just bad cards. It's like cards that are people might not know about, you know, because either the card's really old or it's just hasn't seen play at all like that's what you see with a lot of the older sets people have never seen them before that hasn't been reprinted again and so people don't ever play with them uh and so that's we're kind of bringing some of these to your attention that you might want to play with so why don't you start us off are we going to start with black oh i thought you're going to let me start 
and then I could. Oh, well, go ahead. You pick a color. I'll jump around. Jump around. Shoot. Well, were you going in like order? Uh, I can go in. Hello, boobies. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm going with red. I want to start with red because that's. All right. Go off the list. All right. All right. All right. Fine. All right. From the ashes. I'm going to look that up. <laughs> so it's it's a red card. I thought were you expecting me to do something there? <laughs> no, I wanted the to ashes. go like what do you what do you wow, think? Wow, what Adam? is that? I was, I was hoping for some stalling there. But wow. <laughs> All right, so this, All right, what does that card do, Larry? I'm very see, interested. I've never played with that card. Where were you 30 seconds ago? <laughs> Thank you for showing up. <laughs> this is in 769 decks on EDH Rec. From the Ashes is three colorless on a red sorcery. <clears throat> destroy all non-basic lands. For each land destroyed this way, its controller may search his or her library for a basic land card and put it into the battlefield. Then each player who searched his or her library this way shuffles it. So nice. This so it's like the uh, the Wave of Vitriol. Is that the green yeah, one? Is that yep. right? So this is much cheaper. This if you are a budget player this is only a buck you can find it for a buck this is technically mass land destruction if you're going against if you have something like a zozu the punisher or ark of mishra you can play with this if you're trying to have people stop from searching their libraries this works in there too they can't you know they can't go and get their lands so i am just super surprised that this is only in 700 decks yeah, for sure. I didn't <clears throat> I didn't actually know about this card either. Even though it wasn't a commander product, yep. it's the only place it was printed. And so I have this card. It just, you know, it, it, this is a good way to get rid of those, you know, Gaia's cradles mm-hmm. that we talked about last week and all that. Like this and it doesn't screw people over. They go and get a basic land. And if they don't play basic basic land like Adam used to do and Larry taught me a lesson with Wave of Vitrol, then you start playing with basic lands. Yeah. <laughs> And so this is this is one of those budget cards that really should be like it's fair. Nobody's going to be like, "Oh, you removed all my non-basic lands and replaced them with basics," and I'm going to complain about that. Like they're yeah. not going to do that. They're just going to go, "Ah, you got rid of my good lands, but I can still play the game." And so it like gives a good even like playing field, and it gets rid of those like really powerful lands that people are playing with more and more of. So hello, boobies. Thank you. <laughs> I dig it because you know the funny thing is, your red goes into my Ooh. red, which is Shivan Harvest. It's <laughs> kind of funny because you did that and I did this. Oh, so Shivan Harvest is about. one red, one colorless for an enchantment. Uh, it is tap one red and one colorless. Sacrifice a creature, destroy target non-basic land. Mine doesn't allow you to go search for it, but. Um, it does a similar thing, and as a sack outlet, it is a, a continuous one. Uh, you have to tap mana to do it, but it can get rid of those problematic uh, Gaius Cradles, or everybody's playing non-basics. You can kind of get ahead at be in a land destruction <clears throat> type deck. Only in 583 decks. Look at that. Yeah, so this card I did, I have a foil one. Oh. Did it? How, how much oh, is the foil good version? For you. Uh, it's up to 10 bucks at Whoa. this point. Uh, the non-foils are a dollar, or less actually, less than a dollar. So this has only been printed once in Invasion, so a very old card. Mm-hmm. You could, 
But those old ones, everything's going up in price for some reason. Everybody's buying them. But I just think this is a decent card to have in a red deck. Um, take out those non-basics, late game stuff. If you have, you need a sack outlet, this is a way to... Somebody's board wiping, you're like, all right, well, I'm going to sacrifice my creatures and yeah. destroy your lands after you just board wiped well, us. Because you know? they're yeah. going to have non-basics. And this is the type of card that I would put in to like a stealing deck where you're stealing people's stuff. And you're like, well, I also sacrifice, sacrifice your creature and destroy one of your <laughs> non-basics. destroy your own land. <laughs> yeah. Turn into the big dick. Yeah. <laughs> you got to gotta swing that... Uh, that barrel can around. Oh, good for that you. Wasn't the, I was trying to hit the old boobies, and I forgot that I didn't change back to the <laughs> boobies one. Shit. You got to change back and forth right now. Hello, boobies. All right. Why don't you go to the oh, next one? Oh, you got the next one. Snake. Snake draft. Okay. We can do that. So I'll go to black like I was talking about before. Right. Uh, this one's a relatively new one. Actually, about a year old. And I think this will get over that 5,000 mark. Uh, at the moment, it isn't. Which I guess isn't too surprising, but kind of is because how good this card is for only being a year old. But it's Nightmare Shepherd. Uh, this is two and two black for enchantment creature. Uh, so it's an enchantment and a creature, but it's a demon. Four, four flying. So this is four, four flying for four. But whenever an, another non-token creature you control dies, you may exile it if you do return, uh, make a token copy of that creature, except it's a one, one nightmare in addition to its other types. So it's... This I've played in standard when I was playing on arena last year and it, it really did some work. I have not played it in commander in commander. It is in 3,200 decks. So it's, mm -hmm. it's a year old. It's in 3,000 decks. That's mediocre, but for like a card that I feel like is pretty damn good mm. yeah. um, for it. If they don't kill this, your stuff is still coming back. You have to exile it, but it's coming back with all its, abilities or you take advantage of the and what i was using it in standard was my stuff had triggers when it came into the battlefield you know mm -hmm. so i etb stuff so you're you're getting that etb again so this just works perfect in those type of decks uh, especially any of those um uh sacrifice what i'm trying to say butcher of malachar uh grave pack kind of decks where you bring in a creature it's everybody sacrifices a creature and then you, what is the one? It's um, any of those creatures that you have to do that. What is the? There's the chupacabra. Yeah. That one isn't sacrifice your own though. What's the other ones? Flesh bag. Flesh bag Yeah. So you're sacrificing it, and then it comes back in again. So you're having somebody do it twice. Yeah. Which it's pretty amazing. Oh, I do have this in one deck. I have in Croxa. That is the yeah, only deck that I did sense. make it into Croxa. Yep. That makes sense. So it and just, I think the card is really, really good. Mm -hmm. So I, I agree with you. This will hit over five thousand. Yeah, soon at enough. some point here. That's but that's it's why under a buck I, as well. I put the the rule in nothing in standard, but that's okay. <clears throat> what? When did this rule come I, in? I didn't hear this rule. I texted you that. That's okay. That's okay. You don't. Okay. Okay. Hang I on. Put. Hang on. Hang on. You know what? Let, let's do. I got one that I was on the fence with, and since we'll do that, <laughs> let me just say this one: Royal Assassin. I've talked about this one before. It is an old school card. It's only in. This is been around forever and it's only in 2800 decks really so a royal assassin is two black and a colorless and tap destroy target tap creature so it, it hinders people from attacking uh especially you because then you'll kill their shit yeah um i think that one's a better one this one i was trying to get because i figured it was going to get over 5,000 pretty before we did this again so that's why i went after nightmare mm -hmm. shepherd so but 
Royal Assassin then is going to be my official pick. I'll cut all that other no, stuff. No, no, you leave that in because I think it's a good point too. You, we're just going to do seventeen cards now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, nightmare. I'm putting Nightmare Shepherd in the notes. So. <laughs> Shit. That means I have to keep it in. <laughs> or you just put it in there, and people are like, "Why the fuck is that listed in there? I don't understand." I was bad at doing all right. Notes. Uh, Royal Assassin. What's your bomb. next one? Hello, boobies. So my black card. I'm gonna go with Sorceress Queen. And oh, what? <laughs> I like that one. I like that one. Yeah. Isn't that the the O two with no abilities? It turns you can okay. So it's black, black, colorless. Uh, one one. You tap it. Target creature other than Sorcerer's Queen gets is O two until end of turn. Oh, it's not the no, no. abilities. Yeah, yeah, it's O two. And so this is a card probably very similar to Royal Assassin. Royal Assassin. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Like it's a it's a threat. Like okay, I'm going to attack. Who do you want to block with? Your best creature is going to be an O two. You know. So yeah. so it's more of if, you being on the attack with stuff, whereas Royal Assassin might be more on the defense. But if somebody things. wants to attack you with a big creature, you're just going to be like, oh, to kill it. Yeah. And so it's it's a really nice card to be able to just kind of play around with. And this card's only in 286 decks. Jeez, really? Yeah, and, that's, and that was yeah, my Yeah, there's some shenanigans. Too. There's some shenanigans you can do there for sure. Yeah. And so if you have... Because even if they attack somebody else, you can be like, well... You can screw around with... That one's the bigger yeah. threat. We're going to make that one an O2 and it dies by blocking whatever. This on the board creates a lot of power. and But like just like dynamics of somebody's attacking. You can you can screw the attacker. You can screw the blocker. Um, you you got a lot of choice in there. Screw the pooch. And if you have it in green, like throw an instill energy on there to tap it twice. Or if you're playing around with being able to untap it, uh, you can do a lot there. If you're playing in like. Or if you have something that does the uh, switch the power and toughness, then you can kill stuff. Because I remember that's how I used to use it. I don't yeah. remember with what I was doing that, but you just flip it and then it dies. Yeah, there was. Uh... Is that that merfolk that does that? Yeah. Switches the yeah. power and toughness. Yep. Yeah. I remember that. I remember that. I like I it. That. I like it. I feel like that and Royal Assassin were cards I would use in similar decks back in the day. Not when we played Commander. It was like in 60 yeah. card decks. And there is there is a a color shift of Sorcerer's Queen in Serendib Sorcerer from Planar Chaos. That's in blue. Same thing. So, and I was like, oh, that's a good point. I was going to bring up that and be like, and that's in. This, so many more decks and i was like ah oh, it's only in like 450 decks and i was like <laughs> maybe, maybe they're just not good cards i don't know <laughs> i'm just bad at this game but uh that's I, I think they're both really cool cards so yeah i dig it hello boobies all right uh you're on the snake draft you're right what's the next one you're what right. color are we jumping to now uh, we're gonna go to white let's do it uh going with samite elder and I have talked about this card back during Marissi. Um, so this is white, two colorless, one, two, cleric. It taps. Creatures you control gain protection from the colors of target permanent you control until end of turn. And so this is only in... Oh, yeah, that is pretty this solid. This is only in 99 decks. And wow. this card... Wow. Is, 
<laughs> and that's crazy low in my mind. Um, cause what the, this is just like a little bit more expensive mother. Uh, right. Yeah. It's a little bit mom. more to come out, but it protects all your creatures. Yep. Or like if you have, if, if you're a three color deck and you're in white, this card should be in there. Cause you got your commander out, you tap Samite elder, all your creatures gain protection from white, red, green, or blue, you know. Yeah, and you get to choose all the colors with it. That's crazy. Yeah. That's really good. And you can just get through on, you know, they can't block because you have protection from whatever color. Or you can just block their creatures because you have protection. Or you can reduce that damage from Red Wraths if you're in red. Like, it gives you a ton of flexibility for all of your creatures. Adam talking in third person is writing this one down. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Hello, boobies. Hello. <laughs> Hello, boobies. So, yeah, I'm, that, I'm super surprised. And the foil ones are only three bucks for how old yes. this is, and the non-foils are pennies on the dollar. Yeah, actually, that's, you're right. Let me, that's solid. Let me write that one down. Buy foils. Yeah, the foils. Yep, for sure. This is an old card, too. Man, plan, plane shift. Yep. Okay. I'm buying that after. Cut that out. I'm not. Okay, I'm cast. gonna guess I'm buying some cards tonight. <laughs> uh, all right. My uh, white card is Tithe. Now oh. the problem with this card is it recently went fucking crazy because of the reserve list. But even before the reserve list stuff, it is on the reserve list. By the way, mm -hmm. it was a thirty dollar card. Now it's over sixty. I think it'll come back down a little bit after all this hype. Hopefully, this hype stuff dies down but here's the thing this sucker's only in 2100 decks yeah 2186 to be precise it's one white for an instant instant and it's search your library for a planes card doesn't say basic planes just says search your library for a planes that is used in green not for one drops like that's just, this is a one drop but then it says if target opponent controls more lands than you you may search your library for an additional planes card, reveal those cards and put them into your hand, then shuffle your library. This is ridiculous. Like, I don't understand why white doesn't have this in every single deck. And I'm asking myself, why don't I have this every in any of deck. my white decks? Because <laughs> this is really, really good. Because at the very least, you're getting a dual land, uh, yeah. possibly two dual lands off of a one drop. Here, here's the question that's interesting to me. I think I like this better than land tax. Yeah, and land tax is probably a better yeah. card. Yeah, but it's it's like really my... fucking annoying because you do it <laughs> every a... turn, every turn, and then you're yeah. like this discarding lands, turn. and that, and again, all of these things are good, but doing them all the time, I'm just like, I'm tired of it tired of it <laughs> this is just a one shot unless you can recur instance i i think i like this better i don't play land tax in almost any white decks and i should i know i should um uh, i do play land tax because i did make a proxy that way yeah. back in the day but again like it's, um, it's that whole thing of just like i really don't like playing with cards that annoy me so like land tax is just like uh just think of like if everybody was playing land tax in a five color or like in a in a everybody's playing white. Everybody goes like turn one through three land tax, and you're like, you got more lands than me yet? You got it? You got it? <laughs> that sounds awful. That sounds like bad magic. 
and that could have that sounds like a digi token that we need to make <laughs> do you have more who has more, you lands have more lands than me have an arrow <laughs> on it the most lands? To somebody <laughs> yeah but yeah um I don't know the fact that this because uh, land tax you can get it's just plain basic planes right yeah yeah no it's basic lands light like basic yeah. lands yeah and this is you, you get a dual land get your shock lands get your OG dual lands get whatever this allows you to get those cards but potentially two off of a one drop yeah. so at instant speed too mm -hmm. so that's the nice thing it doesn't have to be on your turn uh, you could do your land drop for the turn and then say go and then play it right before your turn starts so it's I'm just surprised that it's only in 2100 decks. And I think because it's a reserve list and old card um, is the reason why. And it, at one point you could have gotten this card for like five bucks. Not that too, not that long ago, um, but it's been over 10 for probably a year and a half now, two years. Um, but it's now 60. So it's reserve list. And if this stuff starts sticking at this price, I think it could get over a hundred. I, I, yeah, it's just, it's a good card. Uh, am I next? Mm -hmm. I am. Oh, wait. Sorry. Hello, boobies. Hello, boobies. Hello, boobies. <laughs> uh, all right. So I am going to go to green. And this is one of my old personal favorites. I probably don't play with this one as much anymore, mm. but I used to play with this one a lot. Uh, but it is Elvish Piper. And this is a borderline going to get over 5,000, but it's been printed a shit ton and i'm surprised it's only in 4300 decks uh what elvish piper does is three colors a green elf shaman it's a one one you can tap one green tap it put a creature card from your hand into play so you're playing this at instant speed you can you know play this right before your turn's about to start play it when you're having a block surprise blo blocker um etb effects there's so much you can do with elvish piper and i'm just really surprised that it's only in 4,300 decks. Hmm. It's just a good card. I was going to I was gonna go to Master Transmuter because they're similar cards uh, and see how many um, decks it decks was it's in. in. And then I realized I'm on Scryfall and not EDH Rec. So I'm, <laughs> I'm just stalling. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Master. Do you want me to look up Master, Trans. Master Transmuter? You Master Transmuter, though, does the the stuff to your hand, though. Well, it brings one card back. It's like you know, a worse version. A... Yeah. But it's it's something yeah. similar. You know, same All right. cost. Uh, Master 4, Transmuter is decks. in 46. Yeah. Just yeah, got there. So it's pretty much the same. Yeah. Elvish Piper mm. is about 300 decks less. Okay. I mean, I doubt they're going to. Yeah. They're solid. I like them, but it's it's probably just a little too expensive, and like a huge target, right? It comes down, and everybody's like, "Oh, that's bad." Kill yeah. it, yeah. But if it stays out there, and you have that free, able to tap it and do its thing, that's that's kind of deadly. There can be it can be a threat for a blocker. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a really cool card, and I I think it depends on what deck you're putting it in, but. It's fits green. Yeah, it's been a long time big, since big I've stuff. considered it or put it in a deck. Well, as I was saying, is I haven't played it for a while, but it used to be in almost every green commander deck. It isn't necessarily anymore because I theme things out so much. Yeah. But yeah, uh, 
And it isn't anymore because I build fucking red decks all the time. <laughs> Mono red. Here we go. <laughs> it's got to work somehow, right? <laughs> yeah. All right. What's your, uh, oh, whoops. Sorry. Hang on. Hello, boobies. Hello. What's your, uh, what's your green card? Okay. So this one is in, I just learned of this card probably last year when we were doing um, cards to cut. Uh, for Louisiana Leo in his Marissi deck, he had Caustic Wasps, which is Caustic, C A U S T I C, two colorless and a green for a one-one flyer. When it deals combat damage to a player, you get to destroy target artifact that player controls. So to me, and this is only in 152 decks. Um. And to me, like being artifact removal on a stick seems pretty important. And so I thought that was a really good inclusion that he had in his deck. And it definitely stuck in, in my mind. I went and found mine in my boxes and added it into cards to consider. And I think it's. Oh, is that a new segment idea? Cards to cards consider? To, nah, I mean, that's just what's going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually. Uh... I've never seen this card besides, I, I don't even remember it with Louisiana Leo's stuff. And so, like, a card that's similar to it is, like, Trigon Predator, which is colorless green, blue, 2-3 flyer. And when it deals damage to a player, that just, you get to destroy an artifact or an enchantment. And that's in 5,500 decks. And so, pretty similar, but this is mono green, so it can f- more a little bit more flexible, uh, but only hits artifacts you know like there's those trade-offs so but i think it should be in more than 150 decks right yeah that doesn't seem like a lot at all no that's like accidentally like that's people going like i this think because be it's a th- three drop maybe is what holding it back a little bit maybe it, it, yeah i don't know quite three drop for a one one flying i mean its ability is great to get through but it naturally has that evasion it only being a one yeah. one definitely might hurt it and being three but like fuck if this was like green and a colorless one one flyer when it dealt damage destroy an artifact that'd be fucking really good right yeah yeah and it's just one off and yeah and so see that. so it might be a little expensive but again in comparison to trying on predator and 5500 decks like i feel like this should at least hit a thousand instead of 150 yeah Again, foils are only a buck fifty. Non foils are like twenty five cents. Caustic wasps. Hello, boobies. All right, what's your uh, next color we're getting to? I think we only have blue left. Blue. Blue. Yeah. All right. So going with a card that we talked about in replacement cards, I believe. No, no, no. It was off color. Remember that off color segment that we did? Yep. Um, nope. <laughs> and so this was off color wraths, and it is. Oh yeah, yeah. Fade away. Yep, yep, yep. I remember. So fade away fade is away. blue, two colorless, sorcery, and for each creature, that creature's controller pays one or sacrifices a permanent. And so if you're able to catch everybody like what? tapping out tapped out then they, yeah. you just wrath their board and you you prepare for that and make sure you can save your best creatures um it's and it's cheap 
And this card is only in 611 decks. That's crazy. And this is this is probably the number one or two wraths in blue, right? Not counting bounce. Bounce is going to be better, yeah. but um, like this this can catch a lot of things, and they can choose to sacrifice other permanents. Yeah, instead of sacrificing the creature. <laughs> so here's a funny thing I think with this card. So isn't it goldfish when they play? Uh, commander on online when they do their commander clash or whatever, don't they do at the end of their turn if they don't have anything they can play, they just tap out their land so you don't think that they <laughs> yes. can do anything? Yep. <laughs> it's be really funny to be in that group and be like, haha, these fuckers always tap down their lands and they don't have anything. <laughs> Guess what, fuckers? <laughs> All your shit's gone. Have a, have a deck like that where it's just like smothering yeah. tithe. Just take advantage of everybody else. It's like doing everybody that. draws two cards. Can anybody? No, everybody just doesn't have any land. Sweet, I'll I'll create oh, a lot of darn. tokens. That's if I ever get on their show to do Commander uh, Clash. I'm the deck I have is just going to be that. Love it. <laughs> like just taking advantage of of all of them tapped out. Love it. But yeah, I like this. This is for for the most part, um, players. You you try to be the most efficient way, uh, play your 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 turn the most efficient way possible. Use as much land as you can. Uh, at least that's how I play, unless I have something I can do on other people's turns or saving my stuff. So most of the time, I have my stuff most of the way tapped out. So this is an excellent card to screw a lot of people over, at least get some people down. You know, some permanents. Yep. You know, and this definitely works in decks where you're not playing a lot of creatures either. So if like you have one or two powerhouses, you're just like, well, I'm gonna have two mana left over pretty easy and still be able to do stuff. So I, I think it's yeah, I think it's a really, really cool card and it's definitely underplayed. Yeah, I dig it. Hello, boobies. <laughs> uh my blue card is one that won't be under five thousand for long, but it's been out for a long time, so I'm surprised it hasn't gotten over it. Uh, and I like this card when it came out. I think if you uh, rewind to us talking about it, I think we were around this time when we were doing the cast, but it's as foretold. Oh. Were we doing Amonkhet? No, Amonkhet we, we talked about us? it in like rotating though. That's what I knew we talked yeah. about it. But as foretold is one blue and two colorless for an enchantment. And it's at the beginning of your upkeep, put a time counter on as foretold. Once each turn, so it's not just your turn, it's once each turn, you may pay zero rather than pay the mana cost for a spell you cast with converted mana cost X or less, where X is the number of time counters on as foretold. Um, this is in 4,700, mm -hmm. so we're 300 away from that 5,000 mark. But man, this I'm surprised that this isn't played in a lot more. You know, it's... It is expensive. It's a $7 Mythic. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I actually don't own this card. I have wanted to, but every time I look at it, I'm like, that's a bit more than I want to pay for it. <laughs> so actually, I'm throwing yeah, it on my trade right now. Yeah, so it's um, it's pretty damn decent. I do actually have a proxy of this one, too. This is before did we did the Commander Smith proxies because I did put it in probably Rashmi, I believe, is where it's at. Yeah, it's in Rashmi. Uh, so it's just being able to play on other people's turns as well with the blue deck. I mean that you could counter spells for free, you know, like if you have counters on it, 
Uh, you get this out early or even mid game, this could do some work. Uh, and each turn you're able to do it for free. So it, it, I don't know. There, I'm surprised. I'm just really surprised that it's not over 5,000. I don't think it's going to stay that way for long. Uh, and then you really just need people to keep abusing it a little bit more. But, I mean, it's been out for four years, mm-hmm. and it's not over 5,000 decks. So, I Yeah, I think it, it just takes a like little a, bit of time to work up to it, too. Yeah. But if you're you can put this in... I mean, spell slinger decks will use the crap out of this. I don't, I'm actually surprised I don't have this in Niv Mizzet. Now that I'm thinking about it, I should have this in yeah, there. Yeah, I can see that working there. Because I was like, what is uh, what's that red card from Throne of Eldraine that allows you to play two s- spells for free? Oh, yeah. Um, you know what I'm uh, talking about, though, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I think I think that card. But I like you, can't, you can't. You um, can't. There's a stipulation with that. You can't play stuff on other yeah, people's turns. Yeah, wasn't and I'm it? a bad yeah, yeah, magic yeah. player, so I don't play on other people's turns anyway. So I'm just like free spells <laughs> on my turn. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's a lot less work. It. Like it's one that comes yeah. down. It's like at least you get to play another spell for free for four, probably. Mm-hmm. This you got to like it comes down. You got to wait a turn to play a one mana for free. It's a little bit like. Uh, Shit, I keep on thinking of these cards that I don't remember the names of. One mana, and then it's a legacy staple in Merfolk. And then it ticks up on your upkeep, and then you can tap it to put a creature from your hand into play for, like, one, and then two the next turn, three the next turn. And you can you can oh. add or subtract. Aether Vial. There we go. Oh, so okay. kind of similar yeah, yeah, yeah. to yeah. that. Like, I don't play aether vial because when i play it it takes a couple turns for it to work so like this is kind of a dead card right you want results immediately of course i do of course i do imagine imagine this in the first six turns of a game i think this could do some brutal work yep this is a if you play this early game fantastic for sure yeah uh and i to be honest with you i haven't seen or been able to play this card. I haven't seen anybody play it, and I have not played it in a game. So um, I can see myself if I get it. I can see myself putting it into like Calamax, where I want to be playing a spell every turn, and then mm. then that can work. Or something like Vile Smasher that will trigger off of spells being cast every turn. Yeah, and th- that's why it was in Rashmi because I'm yep. playing on people's turns. And you know, drawing or getting the extra draw stuff. So yeah, that. there's definitely so. decks that this can go into. Yeah. Um. Uh, all right. Hello, boobies. Should we jump into artifacts? Artifacts. I think I'm next on this one. Yes. All right. So artifacts. Uh, I went with one, and there's a little disclosure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have quite a few copies of this one. Oh. Because I really like this card, and it's <laughs> a recent. I don't know one. if you remember this. This was really early on in recording. Now we're reminiscing after our three year. <laughs> but I remember somebody, I don't remember who it was or if they're still contacting us or whatever, but um, they were just like, it'd be really nice if you stopped talking about reserve list Reserve cards, list, yes. Because it sounds like that. you're trying to jack up the prices on <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> that was the second time we talked about it. Not like, it wasn't like that first you know couple episodes. It was like when we revisited reserve list again because we've done reserve list talk multiple times yeah and it, yeah i remember that it was the second time we talked about it and they're like 
I don't like that you're talking about reserve <laughs> lists. Sorry. Like, well, if we but you look know. what's ha- look what's happening now. If you would have listened to us in the beginning, you'd be doing you'd be flipping and turning cards like crazy right now. It's insane. Ooh. But anyways, uh, yeah. this just got printed this year or last year. This okay. commander pass set, but it's Monoscape Refractor. Uh, this is in 1300 decks, so it's not even that many decks. Um, but what it is, is it's a three drop. It enters the battlefield tapped. I think that's its downfall. I think that is what's holding its back because it's a three drop, comes into yeah. play tapped. But it has all activated abilities of all lands on the battlefield. You may spend mana as though it were any mana, any color to pay activated costs of Monoscape Refractor refractors abilities so this becomes your gaia's cradle this becomes um any land like even if it's a basic land you can just have it be a basic land if you wanted it this goes in multicolor decks it could go in single color decks technically i mean if you're wanting to double up on stuff that you have or if you want to use utilize other people's utility lands Mm-hmm. This just is a good card, and I'm really, really. This is probably my, man. Eh, maybe monitor tithe was my biggest surprise, but this is probably my second surprise of how many decks it's in. I know it's only been a year, but 1,300 decks. It's crazy that it's not in more. Well, and that's definitely one where like I haven't played it, but I agree with you. It's like why haven't I played this more? Because mm. you always play Cradle. <laughs> and it's probably and because now you have cradle it's probably because of covid that's a good point wah, wah. <laughs> let's get to Hello, boobies. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's better now <laughs> <laughs> how about how about this one instead are all the sets of boobies and i want them in my face they're gonna censor us on youtube <laughs> yeah I'm sure they are uh, by the way, if I didn't say this before, that movie is—I I text oh. it, yeah. hilarious. If you like dumb humor, like Zoolander type movies, um, Cindy and I were watching it and we're just like halfway in or a quarter way in, and we're like laughing because of how dumb it is, and we're just like, "What the fuck is going on?" There's just there. It's it's. I don't even want to ruin anything because there's so many parts to it where it's just like. It's crazy, but if you want a, a feel-good movie for right now, to just leave your brain at the door. Don't bring your brain. Don't bring not, your brain. Don't bring your leave brain. Leave that. It isn't bridesmaids type movie. It's it's more Zoolander, where it's just like, I hated hated Zoolander the first time I saw it. Then at my college, at uh, when I was going to UW Milwaukee, they had it on the the TV station, the college station or whatever. Yeah. And it was just playing constantly. And after like the second or third time, I was like, this movie's fucking fantastic. And so <laughs> it grew on me. And this movie just right away just reminded me of that. Anyways, back to Monoscape Refractor. I just, I think this, the downfall of this card is because it comes into play tapped. Mm-hmm. And maybe people not realizing that it is every basic, every land that's out in play. Well, because that, that was. We didn't realize we that. We, yeah, we, we, we did the whole thing. We're like, ah, I don't know if I really like that. Da, da, da. And then we got like three messages the next day. It's like, you do know that this does any, like it taps for mana. It's for not mana. just abilities. <laughs> just, it's yeah. not just mana. It's all of the things. Yeah, because that... I think we even in our review of it, we're like, yeah, if it could 
if it gets half or any basic, then this, yeah, this is a playable card, but this is garbage. I mean, we're just going to play this. For, we spent <laughs> for a long utility? time on this too. And we uh, were just like, not thinking it through. We do that with cards sometimes <laughs> where we spend a yeah, long so, time on it, not understanding. We're like, <laughs> no, none of that is what's going on. So, uh, that, well, yeah, this was uh, I, I, I'm surprised 1300 decks. I think it should be played more. I have been putting it in decks, um, more recently. Uh, and I just kind of stuff it in here and there. I haven't had it out yeah, yet. Baby. It's another, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, what is what is? Hello, boobies. What is your uh, artifact? Yawn. All right. Uh, so, one card that. The light I, is really bright. Yeah, I, I got a. You like? I was wondering. I was like, why is Lowry orange? <laughs> well, I got the the spray tan that our ex president has, and <laughs> cut that. Cut it. <laughs> cut. Uh, <laughs> So I'm going to go with uh, an old favorite of mine, and I, I've had this in a, a deck or two, but it's Power Matrix. Um, this is an artifact for four colorless. It, it taps, target creature gets plus one, plus one, and flying, and for strike, and trample until end of turn. Interesting. And this is only in 312 decks. Holy Balls, you see the fucking foil prices on that? Uh, yeah, no, I don't. It, like, foil prices are ridiculous right now. So, what's that? Well, 100? it was 17, like, um, a week ago or five days ago. It is now 108. <laughs> yeah, so the non foil is at 300 or three dollars. Not 300, yeah. fucking three dollars. <laughs> it's more expensive for some reason. <laughs> um, and this card is I like a good consideration for any big creature deck where or just like where you're or just an evasion giving you that flying helps yeah. out with the trample stuff is nice too if you're looking to get through but it's it's like if you're the Voltron type commander uh you can do this at instant speed and it's again only 312 decks seems really really low to me yeah when it when it comes it's to like, what a, it would have been an equipment if it was made now, but it's not. Yeah. So it's yep. it's almost better because you're able to switch it to wherever you want it to go. Also agree. So I think four mana is just fine for it because it's doing a lot. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're putting this on, if you're putting this in a flying deck, it's like ah, you're you're only using first strike and trample or whatever. But if you're using this in like a death touch deck. Or it's like first strike and trample, and you're just able to Ooh, just like yeah. one damage Hit over one and then go through. Yeah, um, that that seems like if I put this in my uh, like I think I put this in my Calmax deck, where like he gets so big, but he's you know there's no other evasion on him naturally, and so giving him that trample first strikes a type of protection, so people can't like overblock it and kill it. So it's the card is fantastic, absolutely, and. It's criminally underplayed at 312 decks. Criminally. Yeah. So, no, the card Somebody should be in jail. <laughs> or in That's it. Sorry, that's taken out. <laughs> cut that. Just cut that. Cut cut, cut that. Oh boy. <laughs> so, that will be cut. <laughs> that controversial <laughs> comments. 
I think it's the whiskey getting to me now. I'm getting oh, a little. We're, we're both getting a little frisky. more mouthy. <laughs> it's your it's your pot beer and my whiskey right now. I think I think this might have got more play if you you switch out that first strike and it was like lifelink. You know something. First strike's fine, like especially what you're saying with the death touch and stuff. I just think usability would have been through the roof if you would have added lifelink. You know, I would have this in tons of decks because of the life you know it adds that extra little boost to it but i like yeah. what it's doing the uh, even adding the one one that isn't much but it's something and it's giving evasion to stuff that you might not have with evasion or like you said if you're doing a voltron giving that trample yeah so i, I guess there's, there's quite a bit with it it's a pretty cool card too and so i i've when i had my um i had a blue white red giant deck that the ruhan of the fomori Mm -hmm. um and just having that on turn four and then play this turn five and attack with a seven seven or an eight eight flying first strike trample (laughs) on turn five is pretty good randomly but it's pretty good so and then people can't like try and block it for advantage so it's it's a solid card boobies I agree. All right. Are you trying to... No, I was just saying I like it. Hello, Doing the boobies. Oscars on me, playing the music. <laughs> How about you stop? Are all the sets of boobies, you... oh, I'm and next I already. want them in my face. All right, what's our next one, Larry? We're getting a multicolor land. What do you got? What do you yeah, got? What do you got? What do you got? Multicolor. What do we got? Unfulfilled Desires. I was on my list too, yep. but it's one that is your baby. And I have talked about this card many times, and I am very disappointed that not everybody that listens has at least tried to put it in one of your decks and then type it in to make sure that it triggers on EDH Rec. Because it's only in 177 <laughs> well, Laurie, decks. We are we are doing a disservice because we post ours on Tapped Out, which EDH Rec does not pull from Tapped Out. Oh, they don't? No, <laughs> so every deck that we make does not go on EDH Rec. Which where do they pull from? Um, all the other sites, but tapped out because that's what uh, Alt always says. He's like, "Don't put your stuff on tapped out because we don't pull from there." Huh. There's something with licensing or whatever the heck they don't pull from tapped out. Huh. So, yeah. All right. So well, we are part my, of that. My joke for the lands then, but all right. <laughs> Well, and the other thing is, if you had to listen to Lowry earlier, you could have got this card for four dollars. No, and as like of two when I was talking about, well, it. I, I was just saying as of um, the beginning of the month, like two weeks ago, you could have got it for four bucks, and yeah. now she's twenty-seven. I've been, I have two on eBay right now, over thirty. So yeah, yeah this this is a fucking fantastic card. Did so, you even say what it no, does? It's Sorry, no, colorless black blue enchantment. Tap one mana, pay one life, draw a card, discard a card, and it's so good. Yeah, that's cheap to do all that, especially in Commander. Early game, light game, wherever game. It's only in 177 decks. That's nuts. No, this card is... Seriously, if you have a black-blue deck... I I remember when I have talked about it, it's like, no, this is good in like reanimator-style decks or yada, yada, yada. This is just good in black-blue decks. Like mm-hmm. it cycles through your land, uh, if you don't need it. Dead cards. Um, I think it really smooths out. If if you want to put in things that are a little bit more side 
like they're not going to work all the time and you want to go off that allows you to just oh, like replace point. it circle through them yeah yeah and so I, I think the card is fantastic it's like I need land. I need to dig for land. So let's just start getting rid of these expensive cards. Or your late game don't need any more land. Get rid of these yeah. fucking lands. It, yeah. It's so it, it works in so many situations. And I wish you listened to me for the last year and a half because now it's expensive. Yep. It is. But it good card. Yeah. What you got? Hello, boobies. Yep. All right. Uh, I am sticking on that reserve list spot, and it's a card that I just really found out about, but you had talked about in one of your decks that I didn't hear you talk about, but it's, was it Femurif Enchantress? Oh, Femurif. Yeah, Femurif. So it is one green, one white for a 1-2 Enchantress, and it's whenever enchantment is put in the graveyard from the battlefield, draw a card. Doesn't have to be just your enchantments. It can be any enchantments anywhere. Uh, you draw a card for it. For a two drop for that, uh, this is in 612 EDH rec decks. Reserveless card. You can get it now for 20. It was around 10 just a little bit ago. Uh, but this, I, I'm trying to decide. Like, does this just go in? You're playing enchantment heavy. But it, it doesn't have to be enchantment heavy that you sacrifice your own enchantments. It can just be you're playing a lot of enchantments. But everybody plays... It, I guess it also depends on your meta a little bit. Uh, if everybody's playing enchantments and people have destruction for that. Yeah. It's one of the more difficult things. I think out of all the things that people destroy, enchantments are on the bottom of the list. I feel like Agreed. creatures is number one, artifacts number two, enchantments is number three. But, and then planeswalkers is probably number four to destroy of... But they're um, played a lot less as well. Yeah, so it just it just instant, and this isn't an enchantment, so it doesn't fit into that part. Uh, so if you play this and then you're like destroy all enchantments, this doesn't get affected. You draw all uh, from everybody's enchantments that are on the board, and we play a lot of enchantments. We just don't play a lot of a ton of removal of the enchantments. We do. We don't have a ton of it. Yeah. So I just think for 612 decks, if I'm playing a green-white deck, yeah, I'm going to be playing a little bit more enchantments because it kind of adds a little protection to my stuff. But I don't have to be an enchantment-focused deck. It's not going to be, this is my enchantment deck. It could just be, hey, I'm playing about 15 enchantments in this deck, 15 to 20 or something like that. This fits in there a little bit. And maybe I have removal to take out other people's stuff. Um so that I just I was kind of surprised that it wasn't even well. It's just an old card and it's a reserve list as well. Yeah, uh, I I think I would prefer to put it in just in like enchantment themed, at least a a heavy sub theme. So like if you're if you're running creatures with a bunch of auras, I think I would well, want at least twenty in there, incl- yeah. including going after other people's stuff. Um, Question for you though is uh, the new Nico? Is that a foreshadowing to what's to come with shards? What? Because the shards are enchantments. What yeah. Nico creates, yeah. they are enchantment tokens, and so you can sacrifice them and draw a bunch of cards with Femrof enchantment. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. I like Nico a lot. I I yeah. purchased one back on Friday. 
That's my uh, my leg- or my <laughs> league deck. It's pretty fun. I've only played one game with it. It should be cool. Yeah, like gaining two life and drawing a card for two. Like, no, it's not gaining two life. No, it's just drawing a card. No, you scry one and then you draw. Oh. No, no gaining life. Yeah, scry, scry one, one, draw one and then draw a card. Yeah. That's still pretty good. Yeah, I mean, you're filtering to the top. You're like, oh. when I did it. Both times I, one time I scryed to the bottom and the other time I liked what was on top. So it, it, I love the scrying and then drawing ability with it. But anyways, what I'm saying is, you know, like clues is making shards kind of a foreshadowing to something that might be coming. If that oh. becomes more of a thing, I, I could dig Maybe. that. I wish clues were more of a thing, like a evergreen type thing i wish shards were kind of an, like now I, I like this idea as well but anyways back to enchantments if those got sacrificed you draw off of those yeah um it, it's just a card that i am surprised it's not in more decks well i do yeah and there's definitely a lot of enchantment style decks and this should be in basically all of those and it fits in those colors yeah. too of the ones that you have that and are enchantment. Because like the big thing about having like decks that are super reliant on enchantments or artifacts is if you get wrathed, you like you're the person way behind. Yeah. And Femrif Enchantment Enchantress at least draws you those cards back. And so having that style of card that allows you to just not fall super behind are pretty important. So, yeah, if it's in your, I'm um, looking Estrid and hello boobies. Tu, Tuvasa, I think is what they. Yeah, are. Tuvasa is a good one too. Hello boobies. Hello boobies. All right, we finish with our lands. Uh, surprise! I'm hitting another reserve list card. <laughs> Which one are you choosing? Uh, I went with Winding Canyon Cannons. Mm. Canyons. Um, canyons. Canyons. This one's been expensive. I mean, it was 30. Now it's over 60. But what this does is it's it's a great utility land. It's colorless. You can tap it for colorless. Or you can tap two. You may cast creature spells this turn as though they had flash. We've talked about this card a lot. Mm-hmm. So I hope over the years of us talking about it that you picked it up because it's just a fantastic card. It's only in 2,700 decks. 2749 to be precise, but it should be in any deck that you're playing creatures uh, or you have lots of creatures in the deck because then playing them at flash speed is pretty nice. Uh, doing that before your turn starts, you know, you avoid board wipes that way. You know, people playing board wipes mm-hmm. on their turns. Uh, also, surprise blockers, like I've talked about before with um, Elvish Piper. This is just a better Elvish Piper that can go in. Uh, well, not a better because Elvish Piper, you can cat like play that for one. This can go on any deck. That's any color. The, yeah. Say. This is cheating timing restrictions and Piper's cheating mana restrictions. Yeah. And timing. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah. But yeah, so I, it just, it's a great card and you need this for your toolbox. Get proxies of this. Um, Get one and then make proxies of it because this is a card that needs to be yeah. used yeah. a lot more than it is. All right. Um, did you have anything on Winding Canyons? It's a good card. I use it. 
Hello, boobies. <laughs> All right, what's uh, your last one with the land? Uh, going with Moreland Haunt, which was on my top five lands that I like. Favorite Fay Five lands. There we go. Uh, this is only in 1,023 decks, and I figured 23 of those, or like 24 of those decks, were mine. But <laughs> since we're not on, they're not since they're from not tabs on. out. Yeah. It definitely ruined my joke. <laughs> Hello, boobies. <laughs> Good enough. So it's blue white. Tap it. Remove a, or exile a creature from your graveyard to create a one one spirit token. Very flavorful. Uh, and it just kind of allows you to get a little bit more like f- gas to because blue white isn't really bringing creatures back from the graveyard very often. Um, and so if you have a little bit of extra mana, it's pretty cheap, you know, just blue white tap it. Yeah. Um, how many decks? 1023. Wow. Wow. And I feel like this should be an, a big portion of blue white decks. Cause it just gives you that added value. You know, if it's not blue, white, black, Every you know, blue, white, red, blue, white, green, blue, white should consider these this highly. Yeah, I dig it. Yeah, and foils are pretty cheap too. Those are two bucks. They are. They are cheap. So very nice. They uh, yeah, I think it's a good utility card. Go get it. Use it more. I love boobies. I love gazangas. I love knockers and chimichangas. I love melons and bonbons and Winnebago's. I'll take a big chest of shirt potatoes because I love boobs. Did you hear that? (laughs) He says shirt potatoes. (laughs) I've never never heard him call that before. Not either. Oh, (laughs) shirt potatoes. All right, we got to move. God damn it. We should. I told you this is going to go long. We're at an hour and a half right now. I don't know if you've looked at our time. I, I hear everybody listening, cheering. I'm like, oh my God, this is the best episode ever. It's just keep it going. <laughs> well, it is, there's a lot of boobies. Keep it going. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Let's, let's go with the, sl- the, the shorter son one. Of a, what? One. Spec. To rule them all. All right, so we are doing a secret layer breakdown. Breakdown, breakdown. You like that? No. Nah, this is better. Hello, boobies. Hello, boobies. All right, so if you guys don't know the, what is it, Smitten Super Drop, just uh, secret layer Smitten Super Drop just got revealed. Uh, it actually is on sale right now right as now. you're listening to this, as long as you're not listening to this next week. <laughs> uh, so right it goes until then. the 22nd. Um, and this is one, two, three, four, five different drops. Um, we're going to go through this pretty damn quick because uh, we're really fucking long on time. So we're just going to kind of tell you what the cards are. I'm going to give you guys the prices and what the actual prices for comparable cards are and then larry and i are going to pick our one specs on those uh larry do you want to start with one of them just grab one and start saying what's in it and then we'll i'll say the prices and stuff um okay so actually why don't we do it this way you read what's in it and i'll say what the comparable prices are on each of those and what the prices are of that one let me pull it up got it let me pull it up 
I didn't come into this prepared. <laughs> okay, let's go with the Showcase Kaldeheim Part 1 Foil Edition and or not. You can just say, the, we can do the foil. I'll, I'll go over each foil and non-foil, so just okay. do the, what's in that. So that it's Kaldeheim, like, Showcase Frame of the Titans, and this one is Euro's the head of it, so God of whatever, Titan of Wrath. And that's going to be banned in just everything other than Commander. Right. Then there is Primeval Titan, which is banned in Commander. And then, so this is our banned one. Yeah. <laughs> Except we can play with Euro, so that's fine. Yeah. And then there's Frost Titan, which is a not very good ban. So. Yes. Yeah. So the non or not, they, they dropped five bucks because they said Euro is going to be banned. <laughs> this one's cheaper than the Showcase 2 that we'll get to. Uh, so this is 35 for the foils, 25 for the non-foils. Yeah. Frost Titan is three bucks for foil. Non-foils are under a buck. Primeval Titan for foils are 15. Non-foils, nine. Euro is, I don't know. I don't know where it's going to go. Where do you think it's going to drop to? I think but I, I had anywhere 25 bucks for the non-foil right now. Yeah, so I had a price range of 48 to 20 for foil and 43 to 15 for non-foil. Um, this one was the toughest one. I couldn't really do a price on it, but I had its foil being anywhere from 37. So you're breaking even up to 65 or 66 bucks. Non foils breaking even again, bottom end is 25 up to 53. So this one I think is the riskiest one out of all yeah. the, these, uh, why don't we jump into the, the second showcase? Uh, the second Keldeheim showcase is gonna be um, Kroxa as as a lead, and then black version is the Grave Titan, and then red is Inferno Titan. Uh, so, oh, go ahead. And they they look really good. The showcase foil, like I don't really like it, but here it looks good. Yeah. Yep. Um. So the this one's five dollars more, forty for the foil, thirty for the non foil. Uh, non-foil prices total out to 31 bucks. So you're really not breaking, you're breaking even probably cost you if you're trying to sell anything. The foil is a little bit more expensive. You're looking at Kroxa getting 25, Grave Titan 20 and Inferno up to seven. That's for comparable foils. Now these could be higher because they're special, but we haven't been seeing that. They normally stick around that foil range. Okay. Anyways, that's around 52. So you're looking at a $12 profit and that's before, you know, selling it the tax or that the tax the uh the fees that come into it so really i'd almost say that one's a breaking even if you take in all of ebay fees or tcg depending on where you're at so both of these are this one's showcase two is better than showcase one but showcase one is the the euro is the like what's going to happen with the prices on that guy you know is commander going to be able to hold his price up higher or is he going to plummet down because he's banned in everything. Yeah, in a ton. So, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm at the same point. Like, it, I would not spec on these two. Yeah. And at the same time, like, I looked at it. I, I ended up not buying either of these, even though I wanted to buy both of them. And I was like, Primeval Titans banned. Frost Titan I don't play with at all. Euro's pretty good. Crooks is pretty good. I really enjoy Inferno Titan, but it's cheap. 
and Grave Titan's pretty good. So like I'm looking yeah. at it and I'm going like there's only one of these cards that I really maybe two of them that I'd really play a lot of. Yeah. And then Croxa is kind of like So I, I just I looked at I it and was with... just like that's it's not worth the money. Yeah. I went with one of each on these no specking involved just collection wise. Yeah. And that's that I, the re, I have Croak says one of my decks. I love Euro. I love Primeval Titan, like we talked about yep. before. I really wish it was unbanned. Um, use Inferno. I don't use Grave Titan that much, and I sometimes very rarely use Frost. So similar. So I just got one of each. I thought it was worth maybe getting those and maybe selling my other copies because I do love the way that these look. They look pretty pretty sweet in this. Um, why don't you jump into the next one? All right. So this one I'm not super happy about. So it's uh, Boros Charm. It, this is all. This is one's Valentine's Day 2021 foil edition. Or like, God, it's like a bunch of cupids and hearts. I don't like the style at all. But it's Boros Charm. Uh, Gisela Blade of Gold Knight, which is a solid card. Mm-hmm. Uh, Goblin Rabble Master. I don't. Maybe I don't understand it. And then Heliod Sun Crown, pretty solid card as well. And then Monastery Swift Spear, which I don't get why that's there. And a Goblin Token. So, um, this one has a forty dollar and thirty dollar value. Um, a cost for for buying these. Sorry, yep. Foil 40, non-foil 30. Non-foil gets you up to 45. So there's a profit. We finally are seeing one with a profit. Because your Gisela is 15 and your Heliod for non-foils is 18. Now, I know you don't like the art in these, but you have to think back to, like, the kittens one and all the cutesy things and the weird stuff. Those are the ones that are really, really expensive right now. The ones that people, they only hit a niche amount of people are the ones that get the least amount of sales. This one actually still has value in it. So that's the, the big thing. So that your foils, though, get up to 75. So you're spending 40, 75, because your Gisela, the cheapest, the cheapest that's out there is $20. And the cheapest Heliod Suncrown is 30. So right there is 50 in just those two cards. All I mean, the other Heliod stuff is kind has of, a chance of going down after it rotates out of standard. But I, I see what you point. mean. Yeah. But so... But that's also, Heliod is with a ton of printings, of foil printings. You know, there's yeah. a lot of versions of that being out there, and that's still the cheapest is 30. And Gisela doesn't have a lot, um, but that was at 20 as the cheapest. The others, Boros is 7, Goblin Rabble Master 7, Monastery Swift Spears 8, and then I just did a Goblin token. I don't know. Those are normally like 3 bucks when you have a foil one like that. So that gets up to 75. So that's a pretty good, that one's like worth, hey, maybe I'll purchase this one and actually make a profit off of purchase some extra ones. Uh, So, so far that one's one of the better value ones. All right, what's the next one we jump into? The unfathomable (laughs) crushing brutality (laughs) of basic lands. (laughs) <laughs> your favorite your actually favorite. it is my favorite i know i complain about basic lands a lot i know and these things I'm look give you shit about that. amazing yeah and i really didn't want to purchase any of these 
and I ended up getting the non-foils. I bought four sets of non-foils for 30 bucks a piece. Lowry giving me shit. Yeah. And this is the only thing he buys is basic lands. He's like, why do you get basic lands? Why do you get those? I agree. But I th- I was thinking that this would fit. You sound like Tom Shane. I agree. <laughs> I I think this will look really, really cool with the Thraxamundar yeah, I agree. metal poster style I agree. deck. You agree now. So that was the only yeah. reason I was like, I have a place where I want and am going to put it. And it really looks uh-huh. and fits that look, and so yeah. But I, I really don't I like it. it either that I did that. Like I <laughs> sat and looked at it for like ten minutes. I'm like, do I want to do this? Maybe I should buy some other stuff just to make it like that. I'm not just buying yeah. basically. That's <laughs> right. That's that's. I was just thinking. I was like, you should have at least like like hidden it by being like, oh yeah, I bought this one, this one, this one, and four basics. Yeah. Four but then I was just like, I'm, I'm spending 120 bucks on basic lands. I'm an idiot. And then I clicked, <laughs> yes, I want this. And then you're like, what did I do? You're, you're just like, hello boobies. <laughs> That's pretty much what you I, I, I rationalized it by going non-basic or non-foil because <laughs> the foils have been so fucking curved lately. I don't trust it. Yeah, if you go off of Commander Legends and yeah, some of the secret yeah. layer stuff. Um, uh, so this one is the hardest one, especially for, for sure. the non foils to figure out. Um, I put a question mark for non foils at like at the very least five bucks starting out, but I think down the road those will be ten dollar lands. Uh, so you're looking at a fifty dollar. You know, it costs thirty for those, forty for the foils. So you're looking at 50 potentially down the road. I don't think you can get that right away. I think it's going to be, they're going to be cheaper, but maybe not. Maybe everybody's going for the foils and it's all about how much people actually buy, what the supply is out there. Uh, So the foils have with the secret layers have ranged from 10 upwards of 30. When you got the um, snow snow coverage are over 30. I, th- I think you're right away probably at 10, maybe down the road, those getting to 20 bucks a piece. So that one by far, that reaches you up to 100 bucks. That one then turns into the best value down the road. I think long-term, the lands definitely have the best value because everybody uses lands. Everybody, it, they're not making these again. This is just secret layer. Sure. So they, they these do are only going to go up. They do seem to be doing more basic lands specialized. So... It could be the um, everybody's special, so nobody's special, so you're not, like, focusing on it. And I have noticed that the uh, unglued basic lands that look absolutely fantastic, like, they're our favorite lands. Unstable? Is that the one that you bought? Unstable, the full art ones? Yeah. Yeah. Those are, like, the mountains were going for, like, two bucks. Really? I might have to pick some up. That was my thought. I was looking around today, and I was like, oh, oh, that looks good. The problem with those is the foils of all those are forty dollars a yeah, piece, well, I'm which not is buy the ridiculous. Foils, yeah, I just I'll just <laughs> yeah. take the well, regulars. I know, for no, two. the regulars are fantastic. Uh, who is saying that? Um, did I see that on Twitter, or was that? I think it was on Twitter that saying like house rule, like making a a card that just says all my basics are snow covered, oh. but I can play with any basics. Yeah, it was on Twitter. I don't recall. I liked that idea because I was like, oh, 
because I really do love the unstable and I'd play with those all the time. But now because of snow covered and the potential benefits to it, <laughs> I love playing with the snow covers as much as possible. Yeah. But anyways, that's a side note. Uh, all right. The last one. What do we, what do we got for that? Bunch of fairies. Bunch of fairies. Uh, very, very, very rad. Oh, that's bad. I don't get the rad part. That's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, okay. So this comes with Glenn Alondra Archmage. It has uh, Mistbind Click. It has Spell Stutter Sprite. And it has Vendillion Click. 40. There's only foils only for this foils one. Only foils for this one. I was tempted by this one, too. So this one, I, I did both just to kind of give you an idea. Non-foil prices are 9, 10, 2, and 10. So of what Larry said there, Glenn uh, was 9, Mistbind is 10, Bell Stutter is two and Vendillion is ten, but the foil prices that brings you to thirty-one. Foil prices: Glenn is twenty, Mistbind only has one printing. That's the, the the hard part with that one, but that one's also twenty. Spell Stutter is three, and then Vendillion is fifteen. So that brings you to fifty-eight. So you, that's that's better. That's probably the third best out of the the lineup here. Uh, again, I only got one copy of this one just to have it. Yeah. I think I was missing one of the fairies out of this. Otherwise, I had everything that else. Was, that was a thing, too. I was like, if I made a fairy deck, I would want to play with this version. But I definitely mm-hmm. have these cards. You know? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure I might even have... I think Vendillion Click is the only one that I might not have. Hmm. What was the one that just got the recent printing? Was that Glenn? No, it was Vendillion like, Click. In Double okay, Masters, so then I, I have- believe. Okay, so I have Glenn then. I don't have Vendillion. Or other way around. Okay. I, have I think you actually have, have Glenn Alondra Archmage as well. I think you have the uh, Shadowmoor version. I'm going to look it up, and I'm going to see if I recognize it. I, I recall you playing with this in 60 cards. You're probably right. Yes, I do have that one. You're right. Thank you for <laughs> knowing my cards, Larry. <laughs> I'm here for you. <laughs> I just said I had to see what the actual card looked like. I, that's how I know my cards. Like, of these re- reserve list spikes of ones that we didn't spec on, when I see it like on on um, MTG stocks, and I'm like, I see the name, and I'm like, I don't know if I have that. And I hover over it, and then the picture comes up. And I'm like, oh yeah, I have that. That's in over here. Like I know exactly where it is by seeing the yeah, picture. Yeah, picture I'm on. the opposite. You can know the name, uh, hear the name, and know exactly what the card looks like and whatever i need the picture and then i know exactly well the picture helps a ton for me though but yeah i know what you mean yeah so um okay so let's get to the one spec part really quick here because we're really really long again hello boobies (laughs) what long one spec i wonder did you pick i'm i'm gonna go with the basic lands probably foil yeah i know (laughs) i i just I don't like the look of the Valentine's one, but I think you have a really good point there that like the niche part of it ups it. Um, the fairies need a lot of help in my mind to, to really mm-hmm. recover. Um, but I think these, like these basic lands really, really look good uh, and cool. And, and so I didn't spec on them per se, but I did buy four for like, because when I have... When you're done with your Thraxamunder deck or whatever, then you yeah. 
could just sell those down the road, right? Well, it's just kind of, yeah, there's that point to, but generally, like, if I have four of a kind of every color, that means that fits into a uh, three-color set for me, like a three-color deck. So once I take apart Thrax and Mundar, then I can do whatever, whatever color combo I want again. Nice. Because I go with 12 basic lands. So 4, 8, 12 works yep. out. Gotcha. Um, what, what are you and going you went with, with foil on that, yeah, right? Yeah, I mean, foil, foil specking would be the best. Yep, I agree. Um, I went with the Valentine's one. Um, I actually, for specking-wise, the funny thing is, I think I went three deep on Valentine's one with the, the all the Boros and Gisela, Goblin, yeah. Heliod. And then I went too deep on the same one that you were just talking about the lands. I got one for myself and I'm going to sell one down the road and then everything else I got one of, but it just, the, the cats one, it didn't, it wasn't the greatest one right away, but because there was such limited supply, once things started to dry, get sold out on it. In fact, do you remember I told, it was a couple months ago that somebody sent me one as, you know, somebody, when you buy a card, they use a card as a buffer in between. Oh Yeah. They sent me one of the secret layers oh, the as a buffer pri- in between. The Kasali yeah, prize it was or at the time was like a buck fifty or three bucks or something like that. I, no, I actually, think they I think were just like sending it to you as a gift. Yeah, because now it's like a thirty dollar card or whatever. I'm like, thanks. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, I, I just think there's two cards that pay for the whole thing with Gisela and Heliod, mm-hmm. and we'll see where Heliod goes once it's uh rotated like you said but just sell a 20 bucks right there um that's half of the price and then everything else yeah. is just heliot is but a you, really good card so i don't see it dropping too much yeah so so i don't know we'll see we'll see that's the point that's of this we're point. gonna at, that's at some point and I was, i've been tr- thinking about how we do it like i feel like we do it at the end of next year and whatever has been a full rotation of a year at that point, we see where they're at or something. I don't know. We gotta, we gotta workshop that, figure out how we can keep track of our stuff so we can brag Oof, about brag. It. I don't want to do that. <laughs> brag to each other. I meant see brag to each other. Oh. Like we do that I'm all the time. You, no, we better. don't, yeah. we don't rub it. That's not really how we brag. We just, no, go, ah, this is going off. And it's like, ah, oh, yeah, you're right. Good job. Yeah, that is most of the time. It's like, you're right about this one, Larry. Oh, this one's going you're crazy. You're right about this, Adam. We're very congratulatory towards each other. The only ones that I'll do is when it, when we've had the uh, arguments and then I'm like, see, I told you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that happens one out of four times. So that's fine. Oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. It's fine. When you're, when you're right, like 20% of the time, that's okay. Hello, boobies. <laughs> You're That's 100% right on that. On. <laughs> All right. I'm going to walk are... up to my sweeping, sleeping wife, look right, like just right in the middle of her chest and be like, hello, boobies. Hello, boobies. <laughs> and then go to bed. Hopefully I don't wake her up. Are all the sets of boobies and I want them in my face. <laughs> That's... Yeah. You should start it off by going... Hello, boobies. And then go. Are all 
the sets of booby. Not all. Oops, I hit the button again. All the sets. <laughs> yeah. I just want that one set. All right. Well, that should do it for this week. We will catch you guys next week. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye. Sega. I love boobs. I'm talking tatas. I love boobs. I'm bonkers for honkers. I love boobs. Thanks for the memories. I love boobs.